The bar is open. We haven't done a show in a whole year. <laughs> and I'm Jack. And I'm Daiquiri. Welcome back to the Jack and Daiquiri Show, girls. Um, Merry Christmas. Happy Kwanzaa. Happy Hanukkah. Mm-hmm. And Happy New Year to you, girls. Um... On this week's episode, we are drinking the freshness of 2023. <laughs> yes. Um, it has been, it has not been that long since we've seen one another. No. Um, we d- we took a substantial holiday break. <laughs> um, out there living life, doing yeah. different things, chilling out. Yeah. Um, I am freshly 26 years old. Yeah, we've, we've had a whole bunch of things just pass. Just all kinds of shit happen. Um, Happy birthday, Daiquiri. Thanks so much. <laughs> um, I'm old now, I suppose. It uh, it occurred to me when I was at the grocery store. No. Yeah, I think it when I was at the grocery store a couple days ago, like something happened. I think maybe I like seen something or like heard this song that I'd never heard before. And I thought about, I'm like, oh, I'm not going to know any of these new rap people or any new R&B people or any new pop people anymore. Like, yeah. my kids are going to be telling me about Lil Stink Stink and I'm going to be like, oh, Play that. What's, <laughs> who, who's that? <laughs> That's crazy. <laughs> um, you know, I had a good break, primarily because I didn't have to be at work. Mm. <laughs> um, what all got, did you do? I smoked weed, dog. <laughs> I smoked a lot of weed. So, like, my boyfriend went to visit his family in Chicago during that entire break. So I was in the house just chilling. So I had a lot of time to like work on music, um, had a lot of time. I like hung out with friends. I um, caught up on TV shows. I jacked off a bunch, you know. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Um, <laughs> wow. You know, just did all of the things that, that brought me um, a lot of joy. Um, <laughs> I read one chapter of one book <laughs> during break <laughs> and really sat up there and was like, oh, like, you know, I really, I think that phones are so toxic. I think that, like, I was just being, like, <laughs> such a prick about the entire process. Um, came back to work and felt fine for all of one and a half days. <laughs> and then yesterday got a write-up, pretty much. Oh, shit. Fun, fun, fun. Wasn't even really a write up. It was a. It was a. It was a verbal warning, but it was a written verbal warning, um, because one of my punk ass kids destroyed a shelving unit in the back of the classroom while I was out of the classroom in a meeting across the hall. Came back in at the end of the day. My shit was destroyed. I'm not staying after work to pick that shit up because I wasn't there when it happened, right? Right. Y'all should have taken care of that by the time I got back in the goddamn black-ass motherfucking classroom. So I knew I was going to get reamed the next day. I knew it. I was like, fuck. Who was the teacher that was in there while they were? It don't even. It don't. It It don't even matter. It's irrelevant because it's not even. It's not directed at her because the the, directed at that punk-ass kid Mm -hmm. because she got up and crossed where she was sitting to go to the shelving unit in the back of the classroom. And it toppled and fell on top of her, right? Um, It wasn't heavy or anything, so she was fine. Um, The next day, I fucking seen the AP in the hallway, and I thought, fuck. Then a couple hours later, there it goes, verbal warning. They were like, your classroom is in direct violation of code B, subsection A, blah, 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 blah. 
they told me how messy my room was. And I, I was more so irritated, one, because it wasn't my fault. Mm-hmm. B, because I wasn't even there when it happened. And C, more than anything, the organizational piece is, like, the biggest thing that I've been working on this school year is just, like, making sure that, like, everything is not all neat and tidy, but, like, the room is not a tornado when we leave about the the fucking classroom. Gotcha. And it was upsetting that the shit happened. So I spent yesterday, day before yesterday and yesterday, pissed the fuck off. And it's not even all three of my classes. It's just my homeroom. Mm. It's just my kids. So I have to go in and, like, go off bad on those kids. And, like, I am the kind of teacher who is, like, I'm disappointed in y'all's behavior. Like, I say shit like that. And I'm like, I'm not y'all's dad. Like, I shouldn't have to tell you to do this type of shit. So I was like, I had a moment yesterday where I was like, I don't want to fucking do this job any black ass more. Like I really, I hate it here. Has nothing to really do with the kids. Nothing to really do with any of the adults that I work with. I was just like, this sucks, man. Yeah. But, um, more than anything, uh, my little check-in is related to my birthday, which was spent. I I am still celebrating my birthday currently. (laughs) So my birthday was on the third of this month. Um, Celebrated on the 3rd by buying my first bong, which is fantastic as a uh, stoner. Uh, My friend made me um, a red velvet cake that had weed in it, Mm -hmm. which was ridiculous. I smoked hella joints on my birthday. And then this week, because my friend came back from being out of town, I had a weed tasting. So I bought uh, like four different strains of weed from the dispensary. Mm -hmm. And we had like a taste test for the for the fucking weed uh, this past uh, Monday, and it was just a nice little stoner time. So I am trying to not focus in this year uh, like super heavily upon all of the aspects of work uh, that like suck joy out of my body, mm-hmm. um, and I'm trying to remember that number one, I do not plan on being a, th- a third grade teacher for the rest of my black ass life. Yeah, and number two, I do not plan to teach at that school for the rest of my life. Fair. So I'm like, whatever happens here are like learning experiences. Uh, my boyfriend has um, in uh, a very direct way to tell me to get over myself. So yesterday he was like. I completely understand what you are saying and I understand why you're so upset with yourself. And these, he was like, this happens to everybody. Get over it. Basically. <laughs> he was like, this is your first verbal warning in life. I was like, yeah. He was like, you'll be fine. Yeah. You'll be. All right. He was like, we all have this happen. <laughs> Let it roll off your shoulder. Yeah. And I was like, yeah, I get that. So trying to stay, trying to focus more on the positives because I am finding that the more I dwell on the things that I'm not too fond of right now, Mm -hmm. the worse they seem to become in my brain. The more I'm like dreading going to work every morning and not like in a, I hate teaching way. I hate teaching third grade reading and writing at that school. Right. (laughs) It is a very specific problem. Yeah. And once I identified how specific it was, I immediately was like, it's temporary. If it's that specific, it cannot possibly last that long. Right. So that is the, that is what has been giving me like a modicum of solace in the days coming back from work. 
And honestly, just the reality that I get all, I get days off all the fucking time. Like we get MLK day off. We get fucking two months off for a summer break of which I will be spending, hopefully working at a dispensary and smoking weed the entire time. So like, yeah, it's just, I'm, I'm trying to be less, uh, like tightly wound this year. Yeah. But that's it. How have you been? It's been quite some time. I've been good. Um, so we haven't done a show since Christmas, right? Like we didn't even right before Christmas, right before Christmas. Okay. So Christmas was great. Uh, my daughter got a bunch of stuff. Um, she's getting to the age where she's not really into like dolls and like toys for real. So Christmas, we, everyone really just got her a bunch of like arts and crafts, like making things, um, you know, um, drawing and coloring and games and just ways to like make your mind be like, okay, what could I do with this? Something that's going to make you think. Um, so that was good for her. It was a great holiday with family. Um, new year's was honestly, we thought it was going to be pretty chill. We did, um, my girlfriend, her family, we actually did their Christmas on new year's Mm -hmm. Eve. So we, um, went out there, did Christmas. It was great. And then we came back and her brother was like, oh, I'm going out. We had no plans. We were like, we'll probably just maybe go to like our bar down the street that we'll go to or just hang out at home. Mm -hmm. So we went out and it was was a good time. Um, That was, I will announce, that was my last time consuming alcohol. I am. Yes, yes, yes. I am 12 days in (laughs) and I've not had any alcohol, which has been um honestly not too crazy i don't think because i don't drink i don't i don't know you much, to be a drinking person but um i think it's more of just like if it's the weekend and because we'll go to you know a restaurant i'm like oh you know if we go get mexican i'm gonna get a, a margarita. margarita you know if right. we go to like a bar and grill i'll get a beer but now i'm like okay i'll just go and i'll drink water sure i'm also um toot my own horn a little bit um i've been working out at least two to three days a week fantastic starting it out um i've got a lot of resolutions that i have um, for this year, some of them are going to be easier than others, and then other ones will take a little bit of work. But yes. with time and effort, I think they can all be accomplished. Um, and yeah, work has been great. Honestly, I've been working a shit ton of overtime. Um, so that's always good to pay off some of these Christmas bills and <laughs> shit that's coming up. Um, yeah, it's it's been great. I actually was in a meeting today for a promotional, like moving up in the company type thing. It ended up being a part of the company I didn't want to really do, uh-huh. but it was still kind of cool to be like, okay, like, yeah, I could maybe do that. Yeah. But, um, yeah. Yeah, man. I've got, um, yeah, just a lot of good stuff going on. I do want to, I do want to ask you mm-hmm. with this new year. Sure. There are some things, I think it's a perfect segue. Mm-hmm. What are some things that you do not want to see in 2023? Like in general, in general, it could be, it could be about you. It could be about the world. I have like two main ones. Um, that mm-hmm. are like world is not really about me, but it's sure. like, I'm tired of it. Yes. Okay. So my primary one is black people in 2023. So I, <laughs> God, okay. I would like to see <laughs> substantially less black people sharing opinions online. Um, it is, it is amazing to me how wrong you monkeys sound about so many things all of the time, like I was watching, and I'll get to this when my salt, when my, when my, when I put salt on the rim at the end of the episode. But like, <laughs> there was some shit that happened at the. Uh, I'll allude to it briefly. It's like the Tory Lanez trial happened. Um, the verdict came out, blah blah, and like it, it was so interesting to me 
watching so many of you niggers <laughs> who don't have law degrees who have only ever seen episodes of Scandal and How to Get Away with Murder giving your thoughts and opinions about things that you know nothing about, right? And, like, that is a thing that coloreds like to do a lot, right? So I've seen all of the discourse online for years now where it's, like, every two weeks we're talking about, well, who gets food first, your mama or your girl, your girlfriend? Who gets food first, <laughs> your mama, your, your baby mama, your mama or your firstborn child or your baby's, you know, like... All of the, uh, do you put fucking uh, sugar or salt in your fucking grits? I'm like, <laughs> I am so, this is actually why, it's not actually why, this is actually why white people are ahead of us. It's because <laughs> they are not spending their time going back and forth about little bullshit. White people are spending time getting money, my nigga. <laughs> Having social wealth and social capital. You ignorant baboons are online. I need a, what, a, a term that I want to leave behind in 2023 is the term black community. Here's why. Community implies a shared degree of struggle. It it. It implies a shared modicum of, like, understanding of the material conditions that we're going through. It also implies a shared goal. African Americans in the United States do not have any united fronts about anything, right? You niggas can't get on the same board about grits the same board about what goes in mashed potatoes and mac and cheese you niggas can't get on board with like who you should be serving food to in line at the dinner table as though it matters right i just want to change the term black community to just black people right i am not in community with most of you niggas because most of you niggas are stupid <laughs> most of you niggas can't read, most of you niggas don't have critical thinking skills, and most of you niggas share your unsolicited, unasked for opinions with no factual basis. You get online and you say your things just based on vibes. Just based on vibes. So I am posing a motion <laughs> to the black delegation at large that we leave ourselves in 2022 because I have decided that I don't give a fuck about you girls anymore. Like, <laughs> because black people don't give a fuck about themselves, nigga. Why is it that every 35 days we're rehashing this conversation about, oh, pick a thing, Jack. Like, what do the girls like to argue about? Oh, I prefer overt racism versus the covert racism. <laughs> I prefer if a nigga pays my whole bill on the first that, day. Yeah. I, I don't yeah. like when we go out with friends and you niggas don't want to split the bill because I bought asparagus, quinoa, filet mignon, and three margaritas. Get the fuck <laughs> out of here, nigga. You niggas, like, before, regardless of if I agree or disagree with the actual discourse going on, the reality of the matter that we're having discussions about this shit when black people's blood is being spilled, state-sanctioned violence is still going on, and you niggas still haven't figured out a way to assassinate Kanye West yet, is like, 
it it lets me know that black people, not the black community, black people, you have there in America, there is no goal. You you want nothing other than to just talk all the motherfucking black ass goddamn time. I want in 2023, and I'm implicating me and Jack Baudelaire in this. I want black people to stop talking. Period. Yeah, my uh, I knew we was best friends, bro. <laughs> that is literally mine. It's just stupid. Like I'm tired of. Well, first off, it's yes, black people, and literally all of us talking about dumb shit. I used to, and this is going to be my new new one. It's, it pains me to say this. I love the shade room. The shade room is so pointless. It's awful. I've seen, just like you said. I'm so happy we're having this conversation. Bro, I saw, okay, me and my girls oh my God. all went out with our guys. <laughs> and our guys are supposed to pay our bill. What? I've never heard that in my life. And there was a whole thousands of comments. It's a thread of people who, who I didn't even know had these opinions until that day. Literally. Shade Room, I feel like, is a government psyop. Like, I it's, feel like the CIA invented the Shade Room. Yeah, it's it's all just stupid shit to distract us from what actually is going on. And listen, like, I, um, I'm not usually the person that's like, oh, everything is a distraction. Like, they're trying to... But they... It, it is literally... I don't know if they, hashtag they, are distracting us. We are distracting ourselves, yeah. guys. Yeah, Like... I, I need us to get it on a united front as to, like, what we're going to do about state-sanctioned violence. Like, I need us to get on a united front about how we handle, like, uh, violence within the, with, like, amongst black people. How are we handling, like, domestic violence issues amongst black people? Mm-hmm. How are we talking about homophobia amongst black people? Like, I want to talk about things that are actually going to get us somewhere. Absolutely. Cheese on grits is not one of those conversations. No. What outfit? Because I've seen the girls also be like, uh, I would just never be friends with somebody who wore the same outfit as me on my birthday. Or if you fucking propose to somebody at my birthday, we'd never be friends again. Shut up, nigga. And I'm tired of seeing Blueface and his girlfriend on fucking TV and everything. That should not. That is literally like, I don't care to know celebrity. Oh, we saw Blueface and so and so out today. We saw LeBron James doing that. I don't Who care. One slice of a good motherfucker. Yeah, I'm leaving all that. I want to leave all that in 2023. Useless shit. I don't need to see a video of Kanye West walking down the street talking about politics. I don't care. It Stop doesn't. asking him. Yeah, it doesn't benefit anything. We did a real good job in 2022 completely ignoring that girl. Yeah. I just want to go out and say this right now, especially post the little uh, sweat sweatshirts that he was pressing that literally had a swastika on them. If you are still trying to seriously have conversations about that man in this year, 2023 of our year of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ of Nazareth, (laughs) you are doing it wrong. Like you are focused on the absolute wrong shit, man. I love black people so fucking much. You niggas are so dumb. Yeah, it's it's literally, it's always just dumb shit. I was like, man, I realized that near the end of last year, I'm just like, I've got on Instagram two times today. And the two times I've gotten on, it has been, it's mostly the shade room, but it's just like video of Blueface getting into it with whatever her name's family. And I'm like, why, like, why is 
this on the feed so much. Like all y'all are doing are put, and then it'd be that, and it would be, do you like grits or sugar on or salt or sugar on your grits? Do do you pay for your girl, your girlfriend, and her girls when you take all them out? I, first off, I'm not taking all them out. Can I fuck all them? Or they'll post a picture of no. like Billy Porter wearing a dress and they'll be like, thoughts? Right. No, I don't have <laughs> thoughts, nigga. Yeah. I don't have it's, thoughts. It's dumb shit. And it's like, And I right. don't care to know what people in the shade room comments think about most of the shit being posted exactly. on the shade room. Exactly. And as a journalism student, right? Like as someone who studied journalism in undergrad, you niggas give journalists a bad motherfucking name. Well, have, have you seen... Well, hell, talking about... That, did you see who represented black media in 2022? It was literally like Angela Yee, uh, Jason mm -hmm. Lee from like Hollywood Unlocked, uh -huh, uh -huh, I hate The Jason Shade Lee. Room, uh -huh. and, and like... DJ Academics. Probably. Right. And I'm like... And I literally saw a comment, if this is where black media is going, we are fucked. And I'm like, this yeah. Is, this is the issue. Exactly. Because there's actual black reporters that have things to, that actually matter and we're worrying about our grits like, <laughs> like and do you hear how stupid that sounds and i'm like I, i'm not at all trying to blame black people themselves for like being in fucked up like systemic problems right economic issues and things like that but do you really think this is helping no do you really think that these mindless and i'm i'm happy that we're having this conversation right because this, i think it's insane we had the same one this is <laughs> like, a, I, and we did not discuss no, this at all. Um, this is a full circle moment for me because uh, when we were doing for the record, um, they, you know, we were getting a lot of our of our topics from the shade room, and I was the main nigga on board. <laughs> like guys, it. do we have to continue to patronize the shade room, right? Yeah. And I get it, right? They have all the juicy little tidbits and like. They're like TMZ in the regard that like sometimes they do have a decent enough like, oh, damn, I didn't know that type article. Yeah. But in general, the shade room is poisoning the black community. <laughs> it is poisoning the black community with with useless dialogue and conversations and discourse about things that are never going to matter. It is poisoning the black community with like very, very obviously like targeted posts trying to like uh offer certain subgroups of people up to bigotry right why are you posting Dwayne Wade child on so on on, on the shade room yeah you know what the fuck time it is nigga you know what the with the vast majority of black folks in this country feel about that child and Dwayne Wade and Gabby Union who cares yeah you will never have as much money as any of these niggas that you were making comments about zero percent of them would piss on you if you were on fire <laughs> and none of them are giving you any money in your pockets for talking about them so why do you continue to do it that's not to say that like okay we run a show right like we run a podcast yeah to a certain degree it is our like job we're not getting paid we are volunteering to talk about certain things that happen in in the news media however if you notice with or without segmented uh, episodes of this show, we do a pretty good job of keeping it to one politic, one uh, like major pop culture event, and one piece of bullshit, right? right? That most of the time don't even really come from the shade room. Like we might see it on online, and then we go and like Google other shit like later on. You niggas, and I do mean black people in the United States have now interpreted the shade room as an actual credible news source. What happened to media literacy? What happened to reading? 
What happened to thought? I want, I move as a member of the black delegation <laughs> that we abandon all of this useless nonsense and figure out how to beat Ben Carson up. <laughs> That's what I think that we should focus our attention on is how to ruin Ben Carson's life and how to further disrespect the legacy of Herman Cain. That's what I want black people to start doing. What's yeah. a great little cathartic topic that yeah, was. Yeah, that's just it's just there's certain things I was like, yeah, that I want to talk about that because I and then when you it. when you started out, I'm like, okay, yeah, we're we're on the same it, it <laughs> it's not needed, bro. It's oh my god, I'm so tired of seeing like and it's our people. Why do we put and I mean, it's not just us cuz I mean, white people got the Kardashians and all that bullshit. But like, I don't care to know about that like no like it's you know and it it it, there is a a limit to it no like do i get excited when i hear that like my favorite artist is gonna drop music or like right oh these people were hanging out in the studio that's super cool or like oh this new movie's coming out like that's super fun blah blah oh cute baby pictures of fucking Nicki minaj's baby like i don't have a problem with those kinds of things y'all on the shade room the people who post and the people who comment have have really twisted like quote unquote black media into this thing mm-hmm. of like now everything is love and hip hop. It's literally exactly now everything is this hyper sensationalized like exploitative bullshit that is like it really just paints black people in a worse light than we're already it just being makes painted. Us look ignorant and stupid. And I'm right? not even trying to say that like we have to be painted in a certain type of light or like it matters what other people think about us, but like. What do black people think about themselves is my is my primary question. But see, that's the thing. I think black folks, for the most part, idolize that shit, bro. I cannot they even do. watch VH1 because I'm like, do y'all not realize, like, Love & Hip Hop, for example, that shit is literally just make the niggas look like niggas. Right. Make them look as ignorant as possible. You slept with my man and you knew this? Big fight. Come and then on. they have a reunion and they have another fight about the same thing. That was all staged. Yeah. It's, it's like I'm tired of seeing people like this, bro. Like, let motherfuckers just live. I don't need to see a picture of so and so's baby every four weeks right. of its life. I I don't right. know that little nigga. Right. You know. I also, in the interest of leaving certain things behind in 2023, I would also like to leave behind this phenomenon that happens, where insert celebrity woman's name here says that insert celebrity man's name here abused her in some capacity and then we have half of the internet saying that bitch is lying and half of the (laughs) internet saying you know like the other the the other thing that makes good sense right like guys 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 (laughs) the statistics are not on your side when we're saying these things the statistics will show you that the majority of the girls who say they are being abused or who say they have been abused are not lying. They like, oh, like, have you not taken Title IX training, girl? Like, <laughs> did you not have to do that shit in undergrad? Oh, I'm sorry. You didn't have to take it in undergrad because you didn't graduate fourth grade. That's, <laughs> I, Jack, that, I forgot. Yeah. That was my fault. Most of you <laughs> girls dropped out at fifth grade to pursue rap careers um, and are now at Wendy's <laughs> because that is the sum total of your life because you chose to completely abandon reading skills and completely abandon reading comprehension. And now we have adults who, who take the shade room as law. 
All of these things are related. All of them can be left the fuck behind in 2023. I'm also not trying to see people who are like, I'm going to motivate you. Oh, my God. This is what I do. (laughs) That type of shit. I'm like, you're not motivating anyone. Right. You're someone who, like, for me, like, I've seen a lot of that with, like, people working out. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, okay, bro, like, we get it, nigga. You go to the gym, but you're not certified. (laughs) <laughs> You're literally just posting pictures of... You go to the gym like we do. Yeah, I'm like, bro, just because you post a Meek Mill quote and come on. a Jay-Z pic- come on, like Jack. video doesn't make come on. you super deep. It makes you just fucking, like, average. It Predictable. Makes, <laughs> it makes you no different than the person sitting next to you also at the gym. Right. It's like, all I do is work out, bro. That's all I got time for. Okay, cool. Do you have a certification that you could train people? Nah. Don't want to do the school. Don't need school for that. Probably oh do. Oh my god. Probably do. This this um, this narrative that like school is this bad institution yeah. that I'm an should... entrepreneur, bro. I don't have a boss. You can't tell me what to do. I'm like, y'all niggas are insane. You bro. sound so stupid, and you're not Jay Z. <laughs> you're not Jay Z. Like yeah. you'll never be him. Yeah, no. From that topic, I'd like to go here. More positive. New Year's <laughs> resolutions. Yes. What are some things? Yes, we've talked about things we like to leave behind. What are some things that you maybe either want to do differently going forward in this year or just want to um, like do for the first time? I think my big one is fitness. Mm -hmm. I really want to actually lock in and work, be working out multiple times a week, if not, you know, five days a week. Mm -hmm. Um, I think it'll be good for not just my mental, but my physical as well as it'll give me a place to go where it's just me. Mm-hmm. I don't have to worry about work. I don't have to worry about my girl. I don't have to worry about my family. None of that stuff. It's just me and something that I can do by myself. Right. It gives me, you know, an hour and a half, two hours where I can just be alone. Sure. Do what I want to do and then come home. Um, that's one. My second one is um, the drinking. Like I said earlier, I don't drink heavily but i do think that especially with like working out i have a friend who she this is years ago but she gave up drinking and she lost so much weight yeah um just from and she's like oh yeah i work out but i also like i don't drink at all right so i'm like okay shit like i'm gonna try this and see like is there a difference yeah um you know so that's that's one another one is telling people what i actually feel and think in the moment instead of kind of just because most, most time what I'll do is somebody will say something. I'll be like, oh, okay. And then I'll kind of sit on it for a little bit, table it. Sure. And then, you know, days later, oh hey, say something. Sure. Um, And that's not with anybody in particular. I mean, I noticed during the holidays I get um, – I talked to my girlfriend about this. But I get very anxious um, when I would be around my family. You and I during, had this discussion yeah, recently. Yeah. During holidays. And the reasons will be um, unknown just because I have sure. people who listen to this show. But right. I get, I would get very anxious to go to my um, parents. And it has nothing to do with my parents. Um, but it was just very much like, holy shit. Like, I need to either have a drink before I go. Or sure. I need to take a fucking like, chill pill. Like, a legitimately I understand. Um, anxiety medicine or whatever it may be. Um, so yeah, I think if I can go into this year and be more direct, respectful still, like, of I'm not going to be this like, Oh, you're, you know, cause there's a way of being, Oh, I'm just blunt. Like, no, you're just disrespectful. You're an fuck. asshole is what you yeah, are. Yeah. No, I'm not saying that. What I'm saying is like somebody does something that I don't like and it makes me feel some type of way. I'm like, Hey, I didn't like that. Right. Could we do it this way next mm-hmm. time? Um, just being more 
um, I guess, direct and open about things. Let me think. Is there anything else? I want to be a better uh, boyfriend. I feel like. Um, oh. Because, I mean, me and my. Yeah, me and my girlfriend just celebrated three years mm-hmm. on the first. Um, so I just want to. I want to be a better partner. I have to do better with listening, understanding. Mm-hmm. Um you know, I I don't think I take her for granted at all, but I do think we're at the point now we've been together so long that it's like we don't go on like dates, like super special like dates saying. and you know, it's like we hang out all the time. So like we go to dinner like it's a date, but it's also like we do this all the time, you if know. If you were if you were going out to dinner with the same person like 3 times a week, it is no longer a date anymore in my opinion. You <laughs> yeah. know what I mean? Like yeah. we're just going out for food. Right. We went and got food. Yeah. No, so I I want to be better for myself but i also want to be better for her so that we can keep our relationship going of course um yeah man i think that's i really just it's not it is kind of about me this year i guess um i'm gonna do more stuff that will make me happy and kind mm-hmm. of not try to please everyone else it's kind of more of like not in a disrespectful way but like fuck everybody else it's about me right right um, so yeah what about I, you um I think the, my biggest one this year is um, like organization. Mm. I so at work, my my primary objective this school year has just been to be more organized, uh, which was a, it's been a challenge for me this year because it's not really part of my personality as being organized. But it has been going well at work being organized. Like I've been noticing like positive changes here and there, different things like different things like that. And I have been thinking about that in relation to my home life. Yeah. And I think a lot about how, like, I'm really not the most organized nigga, like, day-to-day anyway. And that adds to and creates a lot of unnecessary anxiety because I just don't have shit organized. Hmm. Um, not necessarily, like, in, like, a clutter type way, but I'm always just like, oh, I'll do this later. I'll put this off. I'll do, you know, blah, blah. And it has created a lot of anxiety, like, within me, a lot of restlessness. And I I need to shift that particularly like if I'm planning on having kids, I can't, I don't want to bring in some new being in like a hurricane. Like I don't, I don't want to be all over the fucking place. So I have already started like thinking about, well, maybe I want to have like a calendar in the house and maybe I want to have like a chore, like a roster in the house of things that I can be doing. And like, honestly, just like making sure that if I see something on the counter, pick it up like that kind of stuff. Um, so that my partner, my own partner does not feel like he has to do 100% of the goddamn work. Mm-hmm. So organization is big for me this year. And then another big one for me is like, I am so hard on myself all of the time. Same. I feel you, bro. I am it like, I am so incredibly tough on myself and that creates a lot of depressive moments, right? Mm-hmm. Because if I do something wrong, if I fuck up, if I make a mistake, if you make a mistake, I'm like, it'll be fine. It's no harm, no foul. It's right. super chill. We can learn from it. If I make a mistake, I'm like, oh, it's because I'm the worst person alive right now. Yeah. Right? And that is neither true nor necessary for me to feel, right? Um, and I think... I, I really do think that me dwelling on things that, that, you know, I make a mistake about or I forgot to do this or whatever, I, I need to stop doing that because it, it really is just, I just need to do them, right? Mm-hmm. It's something my boyfriend tells me all the time. He's like, 
you don't have to feel bad about what happened. You just have to change it and then you'll be fine the next day. So I think I want, all in all, I think I want to be a little bit more like proactive about certain things that happen in life. So like making sure that I know when certain things are due at work or when I know, oh, I need to, I need to make a phone call to this person you know, with this insurance company and, you know, yeah, having ducks in a row because like, if I'm really trying to do the like adult thing and like have kids and like have a house and shit like that, it's going to be hard to manage all of that. If I don't have any systems or structures in place and I'm just sort of like floating through life as it were. Right. Um, I think that's, that's been a major one for me for sure. It, um, I, I'm trying to do things in, in, in this year, that will bring me some calm or some peace. Yeah. You know what I mean? And I'm a pretty peaceful person in general. Um, but I think like any little thing can happen and I'll just be like, God, this is awful. Like, why is this happening right now? And it's just like life sucks. Sometimes mm-hmm. you just have to kind of move forward. And it's about how you, it's about how you handle situations, right? Like Absolutely. it's not even necessarily about the things that happen. It is about how you handle shit. Yeah. So yeah. Um, we are trucking along here beautifully. Um, we can go to on the rim if you're feeling frisky for it, unless you have something else. No, we can do that. Fantastic. Um, let's now move to our salt and sugar or our on the rim segment. Um <laughs> I know what Jack's on the rim is because I was here for it. <laughs> Go ahead and tell the girls uh, what you're putting on the rim. Yeah, so week. I've got salt this week. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, I'm pissed off because um, niggas are trying to be proactive and be like, oh, you know, I want to eat healthier and it'd be nice if someone pre- would prepare it for me. And then, you know, I could find something and make it easy and all the instructions. Um, this is a complete Shout out to HelloFresh from it's like an anti-ad Baudelaire. Right. Fuck you. Mm. I was sitting at home the other night watching TV with my shorty. An ad for HelloFresh comes on. Sign up for, you know, 22 meals free with all blah, blah, blah. I was like, oh, shit, that'd be kind of cool. We, we always are like, what do we make for dinner? What do we want? So I go on the website. It says make an account. So I'm like, you know, make the little account or whatever. I hit sign in. It asked me, what are your eating habits? Like, what do you like? Put in the types of food that I like. All right. Put in a credit card to view our menu of meals you can possibly pick from. I was like, all right, cool. Nothing seems to be the problem. Put my card in. Nothing happens. I look at the menu. It's a bunch of dumb shit can't put it in any better way it's just a bunch of stupid shit that like no one would ever think of eating or making so i'm like okay y'all got like two chicken options and you've got some weird like right beef options you've got a salad thing that looks terrible mm-hmm. um you know whatever so i'm me and my shorty we're in bed just watching looking at this website and she's like yeah none of that sounds good to me i'm like yeah none of it sounds good to me either close it out Right. I'm like, okay, it didn't charge me. I'm good. I check my banking regularly. I I would say at least like once a day, maybe. Sure. Um, So today, this morning, I got up and I'm sitting at my desk and I always kind of do like my own little checklist of things. Um, And 
I just always check my bank. I checked my bank today and I had charge from HelloFresh. I was like, huh, that's weird because I didn't order anything. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um, So I proceeded to call in and I talked to one guy. And I'm like, hey, you know, I didn't place an order. Like, I don't know why I was charged. Right. Um, the, the main thing about this is that it's not about the money. I, I can give two fucks about the money. It's about the principle and that these motherfuckers are legitimately out here scamming people. Mm-hmm. I call this guy. The first guy I talked to, he says, oh, yeah, since the box has already been sent, there's nothing we can do. And I was like, oh, I'm like, that's weird, bro, because y'all aren't the fucking Homeland Security or nothing like that. Like, y'all are HelloFresh. Right. Like, nigga, you could take the money out. You could put it back. Come get this box. Nigga. So I was like, okay. I was like, I never put in an order. He's like, yeah, well, when you put um, sign in, that's you placing an order. I was like, that makes no sense at all. Yeah, that that's not how signing into anything works. No. I was when like, I, I had sign to, into Domino's. I don't order a pizza. I don't order a pizza. And I was like, bro, I didn't pick anything. I'm like, how are you sending me a box if I didn't pick anything? I was like, what are the things? He was like, so-and-so, so-and-so, so I was like, I literally didn't pick any of that. I'm like, do y'all have an automated like picker he was like yeah we actually do for blah blah and i was like that's fucking stupid what yeah i was like okay i'm like let me talk to somebody else bro because you're not you know you're not willing to move with me on this right he wasn't saying shit. he's like okay puts me on hold i'm on hold this morning this my my first two hours of work was talking to hello fresh motherfuckers he just hung up the phone after like 20 minutes on hold i'm like okay cool so i called back Talk to this girl. She puts me, says the same shit. I'm like, all right, bro, whatever. I'm like, let me talk to a supervisor because maybe they'll be able to do something. She puts in a form to send me to the supervisor. Me and Dakri are about to go record. I get a call from HelloFresh, the supervisor. First off, the girl earlier this morning told me she'd call me right back after she got done off a call. Mm-hmm. That was at 830. And that didn't happen. She called me at 530. Right. What the fuck is going on at HelloFresh? Yeah, that's not right back. No. So I talked to the supervisor. She's telling me the same shit. Once it's been placed, I'm like, so this call is a waste of time. Then this bitch, and I mean, and I honestly mean bitch in the most derogatory term. Oh, fantastic. She going to tell me, well, if you have a problem with your box, you can always call us back. And I said, that's what the fuck I'm calling about now. <laughs> You're like, I said, okay, so here, I have a problem with this box. I don't want it. Well, it's already been sent. I'm like, then why the fuck would you say? Like, why? it was it was just going in circles. You're bro. not being helpful. No, and I have so much patience. I have so much patience, and I really do. But today, I was like, you know what? Fuck it. I'm like, is it canceled? Yes. I'm like, okay. So if it if I get another box from y'all, and you're telling me it's canceled, that is on record. She's That's like, right. yes. Okay, cool. So y'all gonna run me that refund then? Basically, salt on the rim. I'm supposed to get some fucking HelloFresh box tomorrow of random ass food that's going to be nasty, but I don't waste food, so I'll eat it. <laughs> but fuck HelloFresh. Y'all are lame as fuck, and y'all are fucking scamming out here. And for the people who are going to listen to this, if you've been got by HelloFresh, let's all go in on these niggas. Let's literally <laughs> just, you know, I'm tweeting at these niggas tonight. I've seen the power of the internet, bro. Oh, I'm tweeting at HelloFresh. They got USA. They got UK. They might, fuck, I don't know. I'm tweeting at all them niggas. And I'm like, look, y'all really are ass, though. If you wanted the money, just ask for a handout. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? Don't don't say, don't say, oh, I got a promo for you. Niggas love promos. Yeah. Nick, like, come on, bro. Of course I'm going to check your shit out if it's a discount. That's with anything. That's just niggas. That's niggas. Yeah, I get it. So, you know, fuck HelloFresh and uh, this box of food. I'll let y'all know how it is next week because I got it's it's like a 
four day or six days. I don't even know, bro. Like, I literally did not pick it. That's the crazy thing. I'm going to hit you up as soon as that box gets delivered. Watch. Oh, my God. I already know it's going to be ass. Like, it's, yeah. Fuck HelloFresh. Okay. So, um, my salt on the rim this week um, goes to a very short man. So, we didn't get to talk about this because we were out. Wait, okay, so I know I know where you're going, I uh-huh. think. Uh-huh, um, you do. Yeah. I first off want to say, because my cousin listens to the show. She hit me up, and she goes, Jack, you don't believe Megan Thee Stallion? Which I responded, no, I never said that. Mm-hmm. What I said was, I remember the story dropped. It was that he shot her, right? Mm-hmm. But there wasn't too much like evidence or like pictures or anything sure, like that. Sure. I was like, I, I'm not going to just believe a black woman mm-hmm. and just assume automatically that the black man and negate him and just be like, oh yeah, he guilty. Mm-hmm. Cause she said it. I was like, I need proof because then we're just, that nigga did it. She, you know, it doesn't work mm-hmm. that way. So I explained that to her. She's like, okay, protect black women. I was like, oh, I always will protect black women. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, you cannot negate the black man. Who's also going through the same Trial, right? Sure. I will clean that up by saying it has been proven that nigga did it. The facts are all there now. All I wanted was the facts. Sure. So, yeah, he going away <laughs> for a long time, yeah, I'm thinking. Yeah, going. Um, so, I, do, um, I feel bad that she had to go through all of it of people not believing her. But it, I think a lot of people were the same way of you either were like, fuck Tori, love Megan Stallion. Or you were like, well... Where's like if I got shot, I'd have a picture of that shit. Like nigga, I just got shot. You I know. I understand. So yeah. um so I have been very tight lipped about this uh since it started because we talked about it when for the when when we were doing for the record, like when the story first broke, which was years ago now. Yeah. And I very vividly remember my take at that time, which was he did it. That's the end of the story. Because Jack mentioned pictures. I remember she posted pictures of her foot. Shut up! Like a couple days later. She did? Yes! I've never seen... That's Those a- have been, like, public domain for three years. See, yeah, I didn't... And that's what I was explaining, too. I'm sorry to get into your No, take. you're so fine. I I personally did not follow... Because it's more... It's like celebrity stuff that... Sure! I don't, I don't get into the whole celebrity, like, what's happening, all that type of stuff. But I just remember it was a big deal for, like... Four weeks, we'll say, right? And then nobody talked and about And then it. it was nothing until two weeks ago. I know. So that's why I'm like, that doesn't add up. Like, if, if, if it was, you know, right. if someone got shot, it would be, okay, this is where it is. This is where it happened. The evidence would be there. And that it, it was weird to me how it was a big deal. And then it was quiet for damn near a year and a half. Right. right. And then it pops back up. Okay. So I am here to clear up a lot of things. <laughs> I'm here to clear up a lot of, thi- a lot of things. Um, first off. Fuck Tory Lanez. Let's let's just foundationalize this yeah. in that. Um, I have never liked a Tory Lanez nothing that much to ever really defend him against stealing a cheeseburger out of a McDonald's, much less shooting Meg Thee Stallion in the foot. And <laughs> the other the other big thing, right? Because I know during the trial, everybody was like, "Oh well, she's lying because she lied to Gail King on the TV show." about sleeping with with Tory Lanez. Let me walk you girls through some things, right? 
yes, Megan Thee Stallion did lie about sleeping with Tory Lanez. Do you know why Meg Thee Stallion lied about about sleeping with Tory Lanez? Because she knew that if she said out loud that she slept with Tory Lanez, you niggas would just immediately say that she was making the whole thing up. And you know what happened? You girls found out she slept with Tory Lanez and you immediately jumped that she was making everything up. There's reasons why people do things. Let me address lie number one. Lied about sleeping with Tory Lanez. I don't give a shit if she fucked Tory Lanez, Drake, Lil Yachty, Herman Cain's Bones, and Ben Carson. You know what she never, ever, ever, ever lied about? Actually, let me say, let me, this brings us to my, the second lie. <laughs> she did lie in the very, very beginning. Do you know how she lied? She said Tory Lanez didn't shoot me. Actually, she never said Tory Lanez didn't shoot me. She said she stepped on broken glass. Do you know why she lied about Tory La about about stepping on broken glass? She said it out loud. She didn't want Tory Lanez to get murdered by the police. She said that out loud three years ago because George Floyd had just gotten murdered. He had just gotten murdered. And Meg was like, oh, I don't want to welcome violence to more black people at the hands of the cops. So she lied to the police, a move which most of you nignogs respected at the beginning because we don't talk to the feds. We don't talk to the police. You, all of the things that you baboons are talking about online <laughs> all the motherfucking goddamn time about Gunna now, right? Oh, shit. So it's cool when Gunna... Does, it's cool when Gunna snitches, right? Like, it's cool, it's cool when Gunna talks to the feds. But when Meg lies to the police to protect a black person who shot her in her foot, now suddenly she's a lion-ass bitch, right? So, now that we've addressed the two lies, right? Now let's address the primary issue, which goes back to the shit that me and Jack were talking about earlier, is you niggas can't read. I'm convinced that you niggas either can't or choose not to read because you were getting your sources of inf your news information from no jumper from the shade room <laughs> from academics and from uh, Mariah, the scientist who has never gone to school to study science in her life. Most of you niggas couldn't spell law school if you had to write it down much less know how it functions in court. So let's address the charges. Assault with a deadly weapon. Guilty on that charge. Mm -hmm. Possession of an unlicensed firearm. The nigga is from Canada. Why does he have a gun in the United States? Send him back to the state of Maple Leaves. He can be gone. They got him. I can't even quite remember. Oh, it's like reckless endangerment or some bullshit like that. Okay. It was amazing to me watching you niggas argue evidence, right? Because you niggas can't spell <laughs> evidence, right? Like you can't, you niggas can barely pronounce the word evidence, but you want to talk to me about there not being evidence for these things or these things. Were you in the courtroom? Were you there when it happened? Because... After all the shit started coming out in the presses, mm -hmm. they put put out the, the phone call from him calling, uh, what's her name, uh, Kelsey, from the prison cell. Now suddenly you niggas are backpedaling. Oh, what happened? I thought that bitch was lying, 50 Cent. I thought that bitch was lying, Joe Budden. 
Oh, what happened? Academics. Oh, what happened? She was lying. Oh, no. She was telling the truth the whole time. Here's the thing. And I have some stats to pull up about part inti intimate partner violence. And I suppose we can identify Tory Lanez and Megan Stallion as, as, as intimate, intimate partners because they fucked. Fact. I'll give you that, that they had sex with one another. Big whoop, she fucked Lollipop Guild. And she's still more popping than him. Now what? Uh, one in four women and one in nine men experience severe intimate partner uh, physical violence, intimate partner uh, contact, sexual violence, and or intimate partner stalking with impacts such as injury, fear, uh, fearfulness, post-traumatic uh, stress disorder, use of victim services, contrary, uh, contraction of sexually transmitted diseases, etc. One in three women and one in four men have experienced some form of physical violence by an intimate partner. This includes a range of behaviors, uh, i.e. slapping, shoving, pushing, and I'll add this as, as Daiquiri Jones shooting people in their feet. Mm. And in some cases might not be considered, quote, domestic violence, right? These are statistics that I Googled the day that the trial uh, concluded just to make sure that I wasn't crazy, right? I Googled the stats to make sure that I knew what I was talking about before I came in here. You know, because like you're supposed to back up what you say with like facts and not just like your vibes, right? Um, You niggas are going to have to in 2023, at, this is not Jackson Baudelaire. I'm not talking about him or to him really right now. You niggas are going to have to at, just stand 10 toes that you just don't like women. Like it is... I say I hate white people every day of the week. I say I hate gay people every day of the week. I say I hate black people every day of the week. Stand 10 toes that you hate women. And then we don't have to like have these weird conversations about whether or not she was lying because it didn't matter what she was lying about because what she was telling the truth about was that Tory Lanez shot her. Tory Lanez did not go on trial. Or oh, I'm sorry. Meg Thee Stallion was never on trial during this case. It was not Tory Lanez versus Meg Thee Stallion. It was the state versus Daystar Peterson. Y'all tried to make this like a civic course. Like it was like a man versus a woman type thing. Blow it out of your ass. It was a, it was a, criminal, uh, a criminal court case, which he has now been found guilty of on all three counts. Which brings me to the last little morsel of salt I'm going to throw on the rim. To Daystar Peterson's father, Sunstar Peterson, Tory Lanez's dad, and the rest of you nignogs who were doing the weirdest shit after the, tri after the trial concluded. Tory Lanez is not Nelson Mandela. <laughs> Tory Lanez is not Malcolm X. Tory Lanez is not Megger Evers. Tory Lanez is not Martin Luther King Jr. Tory Lanez is not Rosa Parks. Tory Lanez is not even Maya Angelou, girl. Tory Lanez is a five foot two singer slash rapper from Canada who has, to my knowledge, maybe three hit records. And I use the term hit records very, very generously right now who got caught up in a drunken, stupid moment in which he shot somebody in the foot, paid someone to say that she did it, Kelsey, and then was leaking things to the blogs, 
because he knows that you niggas don't read. So, oh, let me tell the shade room. Let me tell my publicist to tell my lawyer to tell the shade room about this thing so that the shade room can publish, oh, reportedly, blah, 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 blah happened, right? Because you know what you niggas, and I mean black people in the United States, do <laughs> a lot? Refuse to read. It is a refusal to have any kind of critical thought about what is going on. Let me explain something to you very, very calmly. Megan Thee Stallion did not need this trial to be more popping in the inter on the internet or in real life. You know why? Because she was more popping than Torice before he shot her in her foot. And he was less popping after the fact. There is nothing political going on here. Jay-Z did not conspire against Tory Lanez to get him locked up. Beyonce has nothing whatsoever to do with this trial. Uh, what's his record label? Rock Nation. Rock Nation had nothing to do with this trial. Yeah, I saw a video of his dad being like, I want Rock Nation to be held accountable. I'm like, bro, you are just being weird right now. I want... Like, what? In addition to Daystar Peterson's full maximum 22-year sentence... I want charges brought to Sunstar Peterson for being a gorilla. <laughs> I want him to get charged five to 10 years with the criminal act of being a gorilla online. <laughs> Your son shot a black, black man. Let's talk. Yeah. A black man shot a black woman. And you know what I saw every black man online do? Protect black men. So I'm very clear on where the lines are now. I'm very clear as to the extent of y'all's hashtag love for black women. I'm very clear on how far this whole believe black women, protect black women thing goes. I'm very clear on this now, right? It is protect and believe black women until a black woman who you either don't really know or don't really care for that much brings up some allegations against a orangutan that you really enjoy, right? So this salt on the rim goes to, to every single black man I ever saw in the span of the two and a half years who ever had anything crossed to say about Meg Thee Stallion. This goes out to Joseph Budden. This goes out to Aubrey Drake Graham. This goes out to Lil Yachty. This goes out, finally, to DJ Academics, No Jumper, whatever the fuck Bonobo Gorillas run the shade room, and Tory Lanez. I hope you niggas saw that trial and I hope that every atom in your body tightened up. I, I want, I hope that you were like, oh, fuck, <laughs> I have to apologize now. I have to admit that the whole time I just hated that fucking raggedy ass black woman, Meg Thee Stallion, <laughs> that stupid ass bitch. She never wanted to suck my dick. I hate her and I want to see her dead. I'm so happy. Yo. <laughs> <laughs> I am so happy 
as a Capricorn that I get to come in here a week and a half after my birthday and say the phrase that every Capricorn likes to say the most, I told you so. Say it again. I told you so, nigga. Do I the, told you on for the record three years ago. <laughs> Yo, do the monologue. What they say? What the dudes say? What? Do the whole thing. <laughs> do it again. You said what they say? What? Them dudes. Oh. <laughs> I hate that goddamn black tall bitch Magda Stallion. Oh, she never wanted to suck my little dick and I hate her. And I want to see her dead. Yo. Oh my god. I am so happy oh, shit. that the that the truth has finally come out <laughs> and Ooh. that you ignorant orangutans online oh. never get to say another cross word about Meg the Stallion in your nigger ass lives. I think we should bring Jim Crow back if for no <laughs> other reason than to make you niggas sit on the back of the motherfucking bus. Because Ooh. the shit that you niggas peddled for two years, baby boy, oh shit, you need to get your ass beat. <laughs> I'm happy that we can bring in the new year with some real coarse negativity. <laughs> uh, gently. Uh, FKA Twigs, who is a black uh, alternative singer from England, she's about to go through the similar some similar shit with Shia LaBeouf's white ass. Oh, uh, because. He also abused her a couple of years. Actually, might have been the same year that this shit this shit happened with Tori and uh, Meg. I'm gonna tell you this right now. I better not hear not nan one of you monkeys say anything even kind of negative about Miss FKA Twigs because now that it's a white man who's abusing a black woman, I want to see you niggas talk now. I want to see how you niggas change the narrative about how, oh, we got to protect our women. Blah, blah. Oh, so we protect them from the white men. Who's to protect black women from black men? Hmm. Anyways, um, <laughs> the bars, um, the lights are coming up. The bar is closing. We do have to go home. Um, we thank you on joining us on the very first 2023 episode of the Jack and Daiquiri show. Um, we hope that you've enjoyed. And we promise that next time you come back, we'll have more rounds on you. Have a good one. Believe black women. Fuck Tory Lanes.